1: and we came to the center and you were playing full back up the there. And I saw you in the weight room and watched the you can workout in the weight room. And you could pick up you were strong enough to pick up the whole weight room. I wanted to take it and I run
0: in back to take it
2: Good morning. Welcome in to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 on your radio dial, the Martin Houston Show fan page on Facebook. Uh, give us a like, give us a follow, share, your, share us with your family and friends. Don't forget to download the Tide 109 app for your smartphone, smart device. Take us with you wherever you go. Also, give a like, give a follow at MartinHouston35 on Twitter, at Todd109 on Twitter. Great follows, great shares there. Remember that this is the day that the Lord has made, so let's rejoice and be glad in it. Take some time today to notice someone, love someone, serve someone, be the difference you want to see in the world today. And uh, with the uh, presidential uh, vote count still going on, uh, regardless of how this turns out, uh, it means that uh, this country is clearly on one side or the other uh, and half and split kind of down the middle. So you and I uh, will have an opportunity to be bridge builders. Uh, and um, we, just, we had, of course, uh, I love that term uh, on yesterday, Alabama One. One of our great sponsors hosted uh, a bridge builders conference, and it was all about helping the faith, education, uh, and community leaders, especially nonprofits, uh, build bridges. Connect around uh, being better leaders, uh, financial wellness. Uh, just a great, great conference. Uh, but it kind of reminded me of the goal of our nation, and that is going to be to we're going to have to have some people to be uh, bridge builders. And uh, whether you agree or disagree. Um, you you do know that we are the ones who would decide whether this country is divided or not and not who sits in the White House. So determine today that you're going to be a bridge builder. we got a great show lined up for you. Uh, we'll do a little flashback uh, Friday, a couple topics uh, that were mentioned this week that we either didn't get to dig deep enough into or If uh, we mentioned and did not get to get to due to time constraints, uh, we'll talk about those topics today. And you, as a listener, may have a a Flashback Friday topic. You may want to say, hey, you know, earlier this week we talked about the zone defense or earlier this week we talked about uh, has the defense turned the corner. Whatever, you're welcome to bring that conversation in uh, to play today. Uh, You can call it as a coordinator from the sideline. And all you need to do is call the Taco Casa hotline at 205-342-9904, 205-342-9904. The Taco Casa hotline is open for business. Taco Casa, quality, taste, value under the biggest cactus in town. We'll also take a jaunt around the SEC, around the college football landscape uh, with a couple of big games this weekend. And, of course, we uh, will look at uh, what was Nick Saban's biggest goal uh, this week. Uh, Was it, someone said, uh, was to eat as many uh, oatmeal cream pies as possible. I don't know if that was at the top of the list, but he probably did enjoy one or two this week. But at this time, I'll now toss it over the glass to my producer, Mr. Joe. Gaither, good morning Joe, how you doing?
3: I'm doing great today, Martin, having a good Friday, getting started on a football Friday, how about yourself? Absolutely, football Friday, and we're going to have a little
2: true-false, but before we get into true-false, the playoffs got started, and of course, it's always good to highlight West Alabama High School's uh, plan, Uh, give an update on what has happened in the high school playoffs, uh, and what's uh, on the docket for tonight.
3: Well, last night, uh, myself and James Ogletree went down to Reform, to Pickens County, and we watched Gordo take care of business against Brooke, Brooks. Gordo won 41-14. to uh, It was Tanner Bailey's first game back off a broken collarbone, and he looked very, very sharp. He uh, ended up throwing, I think, two touchdowns, and I believe... Uh, Rayshon Williams had himself two touchdowns. Hunter Oglin had a 90 yard interception return for a touchdown. So Gordo will move into the second round after victory last night. And, and for me personally, uh, having, um,
2: you know, witnessed the, the injury, literally Joe, I, I don't know if I even told you, uh, he was tackled, uh, when his collarbone was broken in that, on that last play of the game he was probably tackled less than five yards from me from the sideline uh, directly in front of me. And um, and so uh, never want to see a kid get hurt, especially a kid that seems to uh, carry himself the way uh, that young man did. And so glad to hear that he not only was he able to come back and play and help his team in the playoffs, but that he played well and at a high level. Yeah.
3: Yeah, it was encouraging to see. I I was a little nervous to see if he would be rusty or not, and he did not look rusty at all. He came out uh really really throwing the ball well. He started 7 for 7 for about 100 yards and then he threw a very pretty long touchdown pass to uh, close out the first half. So he he looked ready to go. I was I was impressed.
2: Well, that's, that's I said, like I said, that's always good. Any other updates on what's happening around the col? I mean, the college or high school landscape.
3: Well, we have five more games involving the area uh, happening tonight. We've got a uh, we've got the Northridge Jags are going down to Saraland. We've got Hillcrest is hosting McGill. tulin ACA is playing Geneva. Northside is playing Deschler, and Pickens County is playing Woodville. So. We will unfortunately we're not going to make it down to the mobile area for the for the Northridge game uh, but uh we will be covering the other four tonight
2: well that's that's awesome well uh and and I'll be there to cover the Northridge game hopefully we'll be coming back talking about a big victory for the northridge Jaguars uh, in the history of the school only i think two teams have made it out of the first round so we're looking to make history to become number three Three. Uh, so uh, praying for safe travel for us there and back and all of the kids across the, the high school landscape of Alabama, uh, praying that they're able to play safely. Uh, without any issues. At this time, let's kick off True-False.
3: All right, let's go to True-False, Martin, and we'll start with a topic that I wrote on Tide 109 this uh, this week. I didn't realize how close Devontae Smith was to being uh, the career leader in almost every receiving category. He's currently tied with Amari, uh, Amari Cooper for career touchdowns. He's got the two best uh, single-game receiving uh, marks for touchdowns. He's got the first, sixth, and ninth receiving uh, games for receiving yards. He's about 500 yards behind Amari Cooper for all-time receiver. So true or false, Devontae Smith is the best Bama wide receiver to ever play at the capstone. Well,
2: you know, it's based on how you determine
3: best. Uh, And in in,
2: in our society and in our culture today, it has been uh, deemed statistically most of the time how – you determine best. Uh, he, he he he's made you you listed a lot of consistency things, Joe, in your in your you know defense of him. But I also look at he's been big in the big game. Certainly, when when Alabama's needed a wide receiver, and this was not just this year. This has been his career, and of course, we know it started off um, with the, the second and 26. Uh, of course, the quarterback got the majority of the, the love there. But, you know, uh, a lot of times guys don't realize when the quarterback's not looking at them, Joe, what are they doing as wide receivers?
3: Uh, maybe slacking off
2: a little bit. Slacking off a little bit. And you go back and look at that. He he He, he, he took off. He ran his route. And he tracked that ball in and, you know, it's not a guarantee just because it's thrown is going to be caught, but he's done that to me his whole career. So uh, based on those things, if he finishes out this season, he will leave as the all-time leader in virtually every category and will have made a claim uh, to be the best receiver ever. Not the most talented, which is different, not the best route runner, which is different, you know, but overall, great hands yardage touchdowns big plays um uh most touchdowns. so uh, i i'll i'll easy i can easily vote true on that if he continues the the uh path that he's on
3: well, we we hope he has a big second half of the season and into the postseason uh, right here. So he can, so he can leave and say that. Let's move on to number two, Martin. Uh, in the spirit of Clemson playing uh, playing Notre Dame without starting quarterback Trevor Lawrence and having to play their freshman d- DJ we Angalele, we've gonna have I want to have a true false and a hypothetical situation for Mac Jones. Let's say Mac Jones. Uh, d- has a has some sort of circumstance where he cannot play a game uh, by surprise. Let's hope that doesn't actually happen. But let's say that Mac Jones is unavailable for a game. True or false, Alabama can win a big game with Bryce Young already at quarterback. Mm. I don't know if I've
2: seen enough to say confidently yes. I, I just... Now, has he shown brief moments of um, um, looking like he could be the guy that they, they talked about? Um, being, absolutely. I, I, I guess my question would be how big of a game is it? Uh, could we win a game like this week? Could we win a game um, like that's left on our remaining schedule? I think so. I think that Uh, There's not anybody in the remaining um, on our schedule that we know we're going to play that we couldn't beat. Um, But as it ramped up, SEC championship game, I would say very, very possible. National playoffs, uh at this point, I don't know if the Bryce Young that we've seen, there's enough to say there. So I'm going to say based on what it is, remaining of the season, true. Uh, big playoffs right now, uh, I'm going to say a, a false.
3: Well, I, I only ask that because we've seen uh, so little of Bryce so far just in mop-up duty. So we'll, I hope that we get to see him a little bit more to make a better judgment off the young man.
2: I, I agree, and, and that was not a negative against Bryce Young. Certainly. I just, yeah, I just, I just, you know, like the DJ kid. Now, after seeing him play against Boston College, I can say this week that I, I think he can beat they can beat Notre Dame with him at quarterback because I saw a, a kid battle back uh, after his team went down like by three scores, uh, and and he didn't just battle back and he didn't just lean on the running back. Uh, Joe, we saw him make plays. Uh, with his legs etc uh and and with his arm uh and utilize the team
3: well we're gonna get hyper local right here for the for number three with no alabama game this weekend true or false northridge versus Sarahland is the biggest game of the weekend
2: oh wow uh, I'm gonna say for for us absolutely uh for the northridge uh uh fans, uh it's, it's a big game, uh, Joe, considering this. Northridge has won seven games this year on the field, seven and three record, one forfeit. Northridge won seven games the last three years. Okay? One game last year. This senior team was expected to be one of the weaker senior teams. The fact that this team is even playing in the playoffs, considering that history, um, I would say true. Uh but of course I know uh some of our listeners uh Hillcrest takes on McGill Toolin, right? Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah, and I and so being that they're the number one seed, they would probably argue <laughs> me that, that that game, uh because they're hosting it, uh would be a true True statement, but uh, uh, from a from a just a pure, you know, single season turnaround. Think about that, Joe. This senior class had had zero success when you really think about it. They won seven games, and they went from four to one, and then they had a seven game turnaround uh, and came within one point of beating. you know, county high, uh, and 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 had a chance to win that, and then only lost to the number one seed in the region.
3: I've been pretty impressed with what we've seen from, from Northridge this season. I mean, I'm I'm really uh, I'm hoping to get in touch with you or Coach Vickery later on this evening and 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 get a good report. Well, I, I definitely will be available. Absolutely, but I'm sure he will. Well, we will wish you uh, the best of luck from all of us here at Tie 109 to get down there and get victorious, and maybe hope for an upset on the opposite side of the bracket, so Northridge can have a home game next week. We'll move on to number four. To number four here. Uh, that. Was, the SEC Network this week uh, put out a, a graphic saying the only college football team with starters at all 22 positions in the NFL uh, was, of course, yours truly, the Alabama Crimson Tide, featuring starters like Tua Tagovailoa, Derrick Henry, Amari Cooper, Julio Jones, Jonathan Allen, Eddie Jackson, Mika Fitzpatrick, many other, m- many others. True or false? A team of just Alabama alums, Mar- Mar- Martin can win the Super Bowl if it was on a hypothetical team it was just Alabama alums
2: oh wow what a great question oh man mm. so Tua would be the quarterback because he's the only quarterback that's starting
3: I guess you could have AJ but, as your backup if you want AJ
2: <laughs> uh, you know AJ would be could be the backup um,
3: we'd be loaded at running back. Oh, my God. Derrick Henry, Josh Jacobs, Mark Ingram. <laughs> TJ Yeldon's still in the league for sure, so there you go. Yeah, Ken, Kenyon Drake as well.
2: Hey, Matt, hey I'm going to tell you, that'd be a pretty stout team, Joe.
3: Oh, absolutely.
2: It. it but you start looking at the defensive line. You just, yeah, I mean, you take the Washington crew. You had
3: Tomlinson in, uh, Jaron.
2: I mean, oh, my Quentin God. Williams as Joe. well.
3: Huh? You have Quentin Williams up front as well. You got Rashawn <laughs> Evans, uh, Mac Wilson, probably Anthony Jennings playing playing t- uh, linebacker for you.
2: I'm I'm saying that yes, true. An Alabama now that there's somebody at every position, yes, an Alabama only team uh, truly could could be a contender for uh, a, a Super Bowl. That is absolutely crazy. What are your thoughts on that?
3: I think they definitely could win a Super Bowl. Uh, they've got talent at, at every position and depth. You you take these twenty two starters and then you build out some backups. You probably you've got your fifty three man roster. Uh, I think they definitely are competing I- with pretty much every team. I think they've got weapons and, and depth uh, to be able to uh, stand up on their own.
2: Hey hey, let's let's go to break here because I want to I want to follow up on that conversation. again. That's what I love about our show is we kind of go where the conversation leads. Would we look at the wide receiver and running back positions? Well, I mean, it's a who's who. I mean, you. Wow. let's go to break, come back. We'll get that uh, last true, false question. And then let's have, have some fun conversations since Alabama doesn't play this week, Joe. Let's have some fun conversation around that kind of Alabama Uh, Super Bowl contending
1: NFL team and and look at a couple position breakdowns. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks and traffic pretty quiet as we crank up our Friday morning. Now, we did have some very serious wrecks yesterday evening and last night. So I remind you, please drive carefully. And if you see conditions, give us a call. It's November, and that means super savings at Townsend Nissan. Top dollar for your trade.
0: I'm Captain Ray. Sky partly to mostly sunny today. Tuscaloosa's high, 75. Mostly fair tonight below 61. Tomorrow, partially sunny with a high at 77. Sunday and Monday, a mix of sun and clouds both days with warm afternoons. Highs around 80. I'm James Pham on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9.
2: Scott Smith and Softmark Design doing business for 17 plus years, specializing in graphic design services, commercial printing, promotional products, advertising specialties, and so much more. Basically, any and everything you would need to advertise, promote, and grow your business through strong partnerships, strong customer service, and creative ideas they'll help you market and grow your business give scott a call at 205-292-4680 or email scottis at comcast.net and visit them online at southmarkdesign.com
0: interact with the martin houston show by calling us at 205-342-9904 tuning into the martin houston show on facebook
2: Welcome back to the Martin Houston show and uh, got a conversation. We're going to get into here in just a moment about uh, the SEC showing that Alabama uh, has a starter at every position. And I think they may have even a backup at every position. Um, Virgil Williams uh, did come in on that and we'll get his thoughts on whether he thinks that an all Alabama team uh, could win Uh, with the guys who are currently starters uh, in the NFL. And and my conversation may be as much about an all-Alabama team being able uh, to win it uh, based on the players in the league, both from a starting and depth standpoint. So we'll get back to that, but we did have one more true-false question, and Pat has a true-false question as well. So, Joe, I'll let you ask your last true-false question, and then we'll uh, get over to Pat.
3: Well, it's kind of silly, Martin. But in the spirit of Dan Mullen kind of starting a fight this past weekend uh, against Missouri, I was wondering which SEC coaches would uh, do the, would fare the best in a, you know physical contact, uh, physical scrap. Uh, and I said, true, false. Derek Mason would win an SEC coaches battle royale amongst the other fourteen, thirteen SEC coaches.
2: Oh man, I'm gonna have to go with uh let me I mean, let me think through the list real quick. Pittman has the size, but he's a little old uh over at Arkansas. Jimbo, Saban, Kirby, nah. Nah. Um I I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with one of two guys. Um either Coach O Coach O would have a character, I'm sure. Uh, or Will Muschamp, maybe. I think Will Muschamp might be the 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 bulldog of the crew. Uh so uh I'm gonna say probably uh, oh yeah, I forgot you may have to throw Lane Kiff. Nah, no, just kidding. Uh but I, I would say false. I would probably go uh, uh, Joe with um uh yeah, I think South Carolina's Muschamp will be the be the guy that take the the better royale.
3: Matt Muschamp was my initial pick, but in discussions with with my friends this week, uh, I got moved off that to, in, in, into uh, the, the Vanderbilt coach's corner.
2: Ah, well, did they think Mason would have? And agility.
3: <laughs> no, I think that I, I think I mean, look at the man. That he, he's, he's, he's real. He's real. <laughs> and uh, I think he's pretty intense. But I think Muschamp would definitely give him a run for his money. Yep. So, all
2: right, Pat, you're in with the Martin Houston. What's on your mind, man? Hey, hey, Toto had to grow up fighting in
4: Louisiana, had, uh, <laughs> down, hey, down there, down in the swamp, battling alligators and stuff all the time. Uh, no, nobody can touch over. you take Coach O, huh? (laughs) Yeah, oh absolutely, hands down. Oh, that uh especially when he was a little bigger. Uh but look, (laughs) hey, I I got the question about and this ties into my true false question. I thoroughly agree with y'all, uh, and what Coach Saban should do, now that you brought that up, is he should have a virtual reality uh a video game made to pass out to uh, to potential recruits, showing that y'all just came up with a great idea. Do you know that? Oh, you're talking
2: about uh, do a video where it oh, shows uh, uh, a simulation of the Alabama football team playing uh, in as the NFL. A team?
4: Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Hey, is that not crazy or what? Uh, yeah. But my hey, my true/false question hey, is. The coach did. Coach talk to at least forty uh, potential twenty twenty two recruits this week during the week off.
2: Uh, I would say he probably talked to uh, more than that because I would be willing to bet, Pat, that he clearly spoke to every guy that's committed um, this week and that get him into the twenties. Uh, communicated. I I need to say not necessarily spoke to, but communicated with them and whatever the restrictions are. And then uh I'm sure he clearly uh recruited now are you talking about just 2020, 2022 Uh uh twenty twenty two uh class, he probably spoke to um uh probably a hundred or more. This okay week so, of, so, so of, you're of saying guys. numbers
4: over forty for sure okay oh <laughs>
2: absolutely he, 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 he he'd be like a he'd be like an insurance salesman that has to make fifty calls a day uh he'd probably blow that quote out of the water, so I'm sure that he had more than eight guys a day scheduled uh to talk to this week
4: gotcha gotcha all right hey a fantastic question that he came up with about the alabama oh hey the only thing we don't have a specialist hey wait, a punter or a place kicker do we in the nfl no
3: jk scott
4: oh i'm sorry okay well right. we don't have a
3: place kicker we need it we, we need a place kicker so
4: uh i don't think we need, with that team if you need a place kicker they should all be fired <laughs> <laughs> hey, you like yeah, well, no, Martin. Right, was, hey. I, well,
2: I was going to say we actually we would we would only need somebody that could kick off But hey, hey you, remember, bear, you know. hold on, hold on, but remember JK Scott uh was actually a backup um kicker, kicker. here, wasn't he? Sure. Didn't he kick kick some extra points? I know he kicked off some. Right? Yeah, he Yes, uh, I believe you right. Scott was capable of kicking off the ground, he sure was. Yeah, we we only kick field goals if we're inside the 20. Yeah. Like like (laughs) Kiffin, everything else we go for. Yeah, gotcha. (laughs) All right,
4: right, y'all have a blessed day. Great question.
2: Bye. All right, and speaking of that great question, if you're just not joining the program, uh, Joe Gaither, ask a question of me, true-false question, could an all Alabama team starting, uh, Alabama now has uh, 21 starters um, on on, on, on NFL rosters. Could that team, um, hmm, could that team win a Super Bowl? Well, I tell you what, we're going to have that conversation on the other side. Lake Martin John, you can be a part of that conversation. If you're out there listening, you can be a part of the conversation as well. It's up next right here on the Martin Houston Show, and we're able to do this every day because of the great folks over at Overflow Express Wash. Andy Phillips and his team has put together an unbelievable organization, Andy and in were together yesterday on our Bridge Builders conversation, uh, and uh, things are going well over in Northport. Coming hopefully early part of next year. Uh, early spring at the latest is the second overflow express wash location at hunter creek road and highway 82 intersection you'll see the dirt moving around it's moving so that you'll have a location close to you on that side of town that's overflow express wash overflow express
1: com. tide 100.9 traffic from the Towns of Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks, some minor congestion on McFarland at Lurling and Northport, on Culver Road near Goodrich, and on McFarland at Skyland. If you see other conditions, of course, give us a call 205 886 8886. It's November. That means spectacular savings at Towns of Nissan, extra rebates, and top dollar for your trade. I'm Captain Ray.
2: Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show, and I want to tell you about one of our great sponsors, Overflow Express Wash. Their mission is to provide great customer service with a showroom clean car and an exceptional customer service experience. They have the basic car wash that starts at $7, but you need to check out the premium wash packages, which start as low as $12 and go up to $20. They also have a membership wash club that you can get for starting at $23.99 going up to $39.99. In other words, just double the regular premium package, drop a penny, and you can be one of the great members of Overflow Express Wash. My family and I keep our cars looking good inside and out by using Overflow Express Wash. They're located on Skyland Boulevard right next door to Alabama 1, or you can find them online at OverflowExpressWash.com. Andy Phillips and his team look forward to making you a part of their team. Nick Saban calls it the process. John Maxwell said that everything rises and falls on it, and Coach Wooden said it's what you learn after you think you know it all that makes the difference. What am I talking about? Leadership
0: on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.
2: You're back in with the Martin Houston Show and we have great sponsors to keep us on the air. Thank you to Alabama One Insurance. Alabama One Insurance, your local source for all your insurance needs. Whether you're in Tuscaloosa, uh, anywhere in the state of Alabama, we can take care of you. We can take uh, you coming by our office in person, calling us at 205-342-0112, or... You're able to go online and we do. We can do everything digital from start to finish. Uh, don't have to be local to take advantage of your one source for all your insurance needs. That's AlabamaInsurance All right, let's continue that conversation with Alabama. Uh, wow, still, uh, still a great question that uh, we're going to get to. In terms of could an all Alabama team win the Super Bowl? Like Martin John, you're in with the Martin Houston Show. What's on your mind before we get into that conversation?
5: Well, gentlemen, I'll tell you what. I think Joe uh, deserves a uh, a little bit of a raise for that question. That is awesome. <laughs> I tell you, I've been thinking about that, and oh, uh, I would like to add coaches to that. Couldn't we come up with like Lane Kiffin as offensive coordinator? I guess we know who would head coach.
2: Well, would they have to be already in the NFL? Well, they
5: have NFL experience. You know, Ogeron does,
2: doesn't he? Oh, well, I mean, yeah. There's, a, there's. I mean, there's actually um, the new head coach at the Giants uh, has Alabama connections. Joe, who uh, I mean, I'm sure the Joe well, Judge coach lot here of guys for a couple
3: that years. Have it. Do what now? Giants coach Joe Judge was a special teams assistant uh, for about three years, two or three years here.
2: Yep. Yeah, I'm, I'm, and
5: um, well, he wasn't very successful. But Freddie Kitchens was a uh, head coach.
2: Yep. Yeah. Yep. But so, uh,
5: anyway, yeah, I really, I really enjoy that that topic. But yeah, if you could just, uh, you know, if you could include coaches maybe with NFL experience, you know, you know, like statement head, and you know, and then you could have a Lane. <laughs> Uh, Saban going back to
2: coaching his guys. That's a, that's an even nice uh, follow up question, Joe. And I'll I'll ask you since you asked me that question before we get in that conversation. Would Saban be a better NFL coach if he went back and coached this team than he was with the Dolphins?
3: Oh, hundred percent. Because <laughs> the, 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 these guys would be bought into his system. They know what to do.
2: <laughs> that's right. And I think that was Nick Saban's biggest challenge when he was in the NFL uh, was that that if you didn't know his system uh, as an NFL player, an adult, a grown man, you didn't see the value of buying into it. Uh, but these guys, as you said, would already be bought in. So, all right. Now, now, Joe, uh, I, I mean, sorry, uh, Lake Martin, John, you got anything else for us?
5: One thing I'd like for you to do, you know, over the past few weeks, I've been one of them that's been talking about the defense And have come to the conclusion, I agree with you. I think, you know, this new offense that we're seeing proliferate across the land is really tough to defend and everybody's scrambling. So start a discussion, if you will, with people that know defenses, about what do you look for today? Obviously, you're not looking for the same type and size and credentials in linemen. Obviously, maybe not the same in the linebackers. What are you looking for today versus the old school ways. If you can just discuss that a little bit, I'd appreciate it.
2: Uh, uh, Joe is, it, I mean, uh, late morning, John, is it okay if we kick that uh, can uh, to next week and have that conversation? I, so I can, would love so that. We can,
5: we can stretch okay. it out even longer.
2: All right. Yeah. That, that way we, we don't have to uh, rush that topic. We'll, we'll, we'll make that a topic for next week.
5: Great. Just what you're looking for in a defensive player today versus yesterday.
2: All right, that's a great, great question. We may even put a poll question up regarding it. Thanks like Martin Thank Johnson. All right, Joe. Uh let, let, let's um flip that can real quick and uh talk a little bit about that question you asked. Uh and of course, you know, you, you have to initially say, okay, that that that's a pretty good team. Virgil Williams said I don't think Tua could win it. The rest of the players as a whole could do it with a different QB at this time. Uh, and I say that, and Tua isn't ready for that yet, maybe down the road. What are your thoughts there?
3: I think you'd have to protect to a little bit in your offensive game planning. I think you'd have to uh, keep things pretty simple for him uh, because of how you know he's a rookie. But you think about the talent that's around him: Derrick Henry, Josh Jacobs, Mark Ingram. You got Kenyon Drake throwing it out to Julio Jones, Amari, Calvin Ridley, Jerry Judy. He's got plenty of help uh, and plenty of ways where you can mask him. You're going to have receiving tight ends: Irv Smith and uh, and and OJ Howard. Even though OJ unfortunately got hurt. This year, but he's going to have plenty of help uh, to to manage that rookie year. If he, if we're if we're going to say it, he, we've got this team right now as as they all stand currently, so yeah, you'd have to mask Tua and, and kind of uh, and kind of keep it, you know, keep him, you know, in between the lanes right there as a young player. But I think with the talent, the offensive talent, and the offensive line that uh, would be there for him, I think that he'd be able to do it.
2: Yeah, I think that you would, you definitely. Uh, would would have to protect them early on. But, uh, you know, I mean, um, you look at some of the rookies who have made runs uh, into the playoffs, they didn't have as much talent around them. Uh, But yet they were able to grow and mature and quarterback down enough into the league that they were able to get there. I think Tua would be, and that's kind of crazy to think, uh, at this point in his career, he would be the weak link. Uh, so how quickly does that conversation change, though, if you got AJ McCarron uh, playing the quarterback position with all of that talent?
3: <laughs> well, AJ, I think uh, I think AJ would would do well, but uh, you know, managing the game and and uh, and. Uh... Managing the game and driving the ship kind of like he did at Alabama, putting his his skill position players in the best position to move the football. I think that he'd try to kind of take himself out of it as best he can. Now, A.J., he's not just a game – he wasn't just a game manager while he was at Alabama, but I think he's kind of morphed into that as a backup quarterback in the NFL. I think he'd do just fine. He's cerebral. He'd do fine.
2: Yeah, I I think we would – I think if A.J. McCarron was playing in today's game – we will be talking about him just as much or more than we are Mac Jones. Uh that's how much I believe in AJ as a quarterback. I think he's that type of talent if if you were to put him back in the college game today that he would be that type of player with this Alabama offense. Uh maybe even better than Mac Jones. Um because his play action was passing was unbelievable. Hey let, let, let's look at the, is is there would there be a better could you find a five wide set combining any combination of two or three colleges that's better than Julio, Amari, Ridley, Judy, and Ruggs?
3: Uh, when you get five deep, I don't think you can. I think that Clemson might be able to compete a little bit with uh, DeAndre Hopkins and Mike Williams. Uh, they've got a couple more receivers in the NFL. T yeah. Higgins as well. Uh, yeah. you've got Ohio State's Michael Thomas, but I don't know that he would have a second. I don't know that he would have a second receiver that's just popping right out to me. Oh goodness. Um when you're getting five wide, you might you <laughs> might you might talk LSU a little bit with Odell Beckham Junior, Landry, and Justin Jefferson when you get to three wide, but when you have a, a five deep, I don't think that you have any college that can touch what Alabama's put into the NFL. Hey, look
2: at look at it when okay, Julio, Amari, outside receivers, right? And then, and then your you, your slot guy, your one of your slot guys is going to end up being inside slot guys. That's going to end up being covered um, by uh, uh, your your fourth or fifth DB. Okay, it's going to have to stick with Ritley, who Matty Ice is, uh, with Atlanta has said this guy's clearly a number one receiver on any other team other than with Julio Jones. Then you have Judy, and then you're going to have probably the slowest DB you have. It's probably going to be stuck with Ruggs, right? Rugs is probably going to be, if you took those five guys, Ruggs as a peer receiver, route runner, hands, etc. cetera, he's probably the fifth best one of those five guys.
3: Yeah, you, you. But you're not going to put your slowest defensive back on him, or or it's going to be over the top all day. Uh, but you're definitely going to put one of your weaker ones.
2: But that's what I'm saying is what what what's your poison? I mean, you put a fast guy on him, but he's a good enough route runner that when he makes a break, he's going to you know lose the guy there, and the guy can't recover. Uh, then you put you put uh, a, a, a really good cover guy on Judy. Uh, I mean that's just, just I I that is absolutely amazing what Nick Saban the running uh pro style coach has done from an offensive standpoint and he has two more think about if this question was being asked next year Joe <laughs> there would be seven wide receivers yeah Waddle and Smith
3: also they'd be rolling out a crew right there <laughs>
2: <laughs> you, you'd have to you'd have to uh, petition the NFL to see if you could change the rules where you could have more more wide receivers and less people on the line of scrimmage. So. That's right. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, and then then uh, from a defensive side of the ball, Nick Saban is known as a defensive coach, right? But which side of the ball, Joe, is actually better? Would would you take this offense or the defense that's stacked with the guys? Uh, from the Nick Saban era, uh, which one is actually better? Is it the offensive side of the ball?
3: I think you probably are going to lean the offense with the running back, with the the depth of the running backs and the receivers, as you just mentioned. I think that you and and they have great offensive linemen too. It's not like they're not they're not rolling out probably uh, uh, one of the best better offensive lines in the league if you take just the five guys. Uh, I think the offense might be a little bit stronger with Dante Hightower opting out this year. It's gonna and, and CJ Mosley opting out this year. You are gonna have two big old holes on that uh, on the, the Alabama pro defense right there, hypothetical defense. But you you do have a, the defensive backfield. Oh man, is stout. You, that, that's a secondary I don't want to throw against Eddie Jackson, Mika Fitzpatrick, Marlon Humphrey. You are gonna have Trayvon Diggs. I don't want to throw against uh, that that defensive secondary.
2: Yeah, and C.J. Watson is saying, "Look at the defensive line." I mean, you, I mean, it's that that really, Joe. Like I said, we probably need to give that more, uh, <laughs> more conversation. Uh, uh, even I mean, that's just a, just such a great question to think about how much talent has come through in a short period of time because we're just talking about the guys that are still in the league. We're not talking about the guys he's put out in a ten-year window or a five-year sure. window, because there's guys who who you you put in the right situation, uh, put on the right team, would have made NFL squads, but they just happened to be in a situation where they were behind, you know, guys who were really good. Uh, so he probably could go back and and almost fill out a full fifty-three man roster. And not have to even worry about getting players from anyone else in like a ten-year window, uh, and, and be a big-time, big-time contender. Um, in, in terms of that, it's, it's just, I mean, that's just—I mean—that's just such a great question. I know we didn't—we didn't plan to go into that. So, uh, if you want to continue that conversation, uh, we, we'll be glad to. But we're going to go ahead and get the break. Coming back on the other side, we'll put some finishing touches on the conversation for this
1: week. Tide 100.9 traffic from the towns of nissan traffic center no active wrecks some minor congestion on mcfarland at lurling and northport on culver road near goodrich and on mcfarland at scott if you see other conditions of course give us a call 205-886-8886 it's november that means spectacular savings at towns of nissan extra rebates and top dollar for your trade i'm captain ray Good morning. It was a voting tabulation machine error that made it appear there were missing ballots from Tuesday's general election in Tuscaloosa County. Probate judge and elections manager Rob Robertson called resolving the issue critical. You
0: know, I just won't accept anything less than
4: every
1: vote being counted. Judge Robertson expects all votes to be accounted for today and certified early next week. Democrat Joe Biden, close to turning Georgia from a red state to a blue one after a heavy Atlanta vote, has pushed him ahead of President Trump at the Peach State vote count. I'm Don Hartley.
2: Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show. And I want to tell you about
1: Tuscaloosa Custom
2: Curbing. If you're looking for a way to add value to your home, make your flower beds pop, make your landscaping stand out from your neighbors, then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help you do just that. They have numerous styles of...
0: The sound of Bama sports, your show, your team, the Martin Houston show on your home for Alabama sports, tied 100.9 and streaming on the tied 100.9 app.
2: You're back in with the Martin Houston show and Uh, It's been an interesting show. We had true false, and then that, of course, led to an interesting conversation around would an Alabama, an all-Alabama starting lineup, be able to win the Super Bowl, true or false, um, really based on uh, how you feel about probably the quarterback position as a whole, but definitely enough talent uh, to project forward uh, to win a Super Bowl. Alabama not playing this week, so that leaves us with a little bit of conversation uh, around what's happening in college football, a uh, couple of uh, big games. But, of course, the biggest game on the docket of, is the Notre Dame-Clemson game, uh, game with quarterback DJ Uyanga. Lele uh, is going to be taking Very him good. against the number four um, team, Notre Dame, uh, which team comes out on top, uh, has a clear path uh, to, uh, of course, the championship game, and they will have to uh, face each other again, most likely. Uh, Joe, what would you say the percentage is that these two teams will meet again with the uh, ACC uh, which I love and I wish every conference would do this, uh, taking the top two teams.
3: I think the percentage is pretty high. Uh I'm gonna put it at about 65 percent it feels good it feels right to me. Yeah. And and the question
2: to me, I think if Clemson wins, they clearly probably runs the table. Uh Notre Dame uh lose I mean, I mean sorry, I said that wrong. If Clemson loses, I think it's a possibility that they bounce back and they go on and end the season with that one loss. I think if Clemson beats uh, Notre Dame, uh, Notre Dame may lose again before uh, the season's over and possibly put themselves in a position where they would not uh, get there. Hey, what's your thoughts on Texas A&M, South Carolina? Uh, It's at South Carolina, Notre Dame. I mean, Texas A&M. Man, I'm looking at all these things here and reading multiple lines. But Texas A&M traveling to South Carolina um, uh, Jimbo uh, does he go in there and lay an egg does, does, does this Texas A&M team keep rolling and putting themselves in a position to possibly after this week be a top five, top six team
3: I think that Texas A&M certainly has the potential to lay an egg. South Carolina is one of those places where if you don't play your best, uh, the Gamecocks can creep up and beat you. But Jimbo, this is your time, man. If you, if you navigate the rest of your season undefeated after losing to Alabama, you might sneak your way into the playoffs. So Jimbo, get your team ready and, and play hard. I expect, I expect, uh, the Aggies to go to Columbus and and, and emerge victorious, but uh, Jimbo, don't don't let your team slip up right. this week.
2: And when you go ahead, that's all. I
3: just don't. I, yeah, go ahead. This is not a,
2: this is not a big game, Joe, uh, in terms of national importance. But for each one of these programs, to me, uh, both teams sitting at two and three, Tennessee and Arkansas, uh, to me, for these coaches individually, it's a big game. Uh, Arkansas could be for the first time think about that uh, at 500 in the SEC in a long time Tennessee's trying to make a case hey we're on our way back uh, for which one of these programs is this game the most important for
3: I think it's most important for Tennessee, but it, there's no knock on uh, Arkansas. Tennessee had higher expectations this year. Uh, I, I think that if they were to lose to Arkansas, that would kind of uh, put a damper on what they've been doing. All their losses this year, have been, well, except for Kentucky, have been to teams that uh, are probably better than them. And If you lose another game to a team that's probably worse, to, worse than you are, it, it, I think that hurts Jerry Pruitt.
2: Absolutely. I agree with that sentiment. And then of course the, the, the largest uh, outdoor cocktail party in the in the world, Georgia and Florida. What's your thoughts real quick on that one? Can Georgia with all those injuries uh beat a Florida team that's missing a few players due to the fight?
3: Real realistically, I don't think Florida has enough weapon, or I don't think Georgia has enough weapons to score on offense, excuse me, and I think Florida wins.
2: Yeah, you know, Bennett still concerns me. Uh Kirby's going to have to learn to do a better job at the quarterback position. And then he lose, he lost, I think they lost five starters on defense last week uh, and one due to a car wreck, I mean a motorcycle wreck. So um, I think I picked Georgia, hoping uh, for a rematch there potentially, but – uh, Florida may have the upper hand. Hey, I'm Martin Houston. This has been the Martin Houston Show. We do it every Monday through Friday from 6 to 7. Um, we kind of flow, as this as mantra says, it's the sound of Alabama sports, your show, your team. We kind of flow with what you want to go. With. And remember this, we'll be back on Monday talking Alabama versus LSU right here on your home for Alabama sports. Remember this, trust in the Lord always. and not your own understanding. And in all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. Roll Tide. But we see in joke.
0: We go celebrate and have
5: a good time.